That's the fucking, the motherfucking Beatles, if you didn't know, with a little help from my friends, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes we just need a little help from our friends to get by, man. It's all right. Can't do it. We can't all do it on our own, you know what I mean? But welcome back, man. Episode 51 of the K-Podcast. Appreciate you guys being here with me. Much love to you motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Reiterating as always, man, hit the email, therealkpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to contribute anything to the show, questions, comments, you know what I mean, all that good stuff. And we actually do have some questions here today, all right? I know it's shocking, but we're going to get into it, man. So today's questions come from Tara from Wellington. Appreciate you contributing. You know what I mean? But Tara asks, what age do you think it's appropriate to start smoking weed? That's an interesting question. Um, and I was actually just talking about this with my buddy because he has a 12-year-old son. You know, we were discussing whether or not he's been exposed to that stuff yet, you know, like weed and sex and shit like that. And my assumption was yes. I mean, if you're in middle school, kids are probably talking about that shit. I don't know if they're necessarily participating in it yet, you know what I mean? Like, 
I know everyone's different. Some people started smoking weed and, you know, having sex and stuff like that at a young age, seventh grade or something like that. Um, I didn't really start that shit till high school, you know what I'm saying? So I think it, it varies. But just from, I guess, a health aspect, I don't think... I mean, technically, I guess they say your brain's not fully developed till you're like 21 or in your early 20s. 25 maybe? I don't even know. So... I don't know. That being said, from a scientific standpoint, it may be smarter to wait till then. You know what I mean? I started a little bit earlier, as many people like I know did as well. Uh, I think as long as you're not abusing it and going crazy, then you should be fine. You know, maybe you start driving at 16. I don't know. That's probably when I started, when I was like 16, 17 or whatever. But... um you know, I also have an older brother, <laughs> so I was exposed to things a little earlier than some, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I guess it varies, but whenever you do decide to start, you know what I mean, I would definitely say just do your research, you know, be careful, make sure you know what you're getting into. I mean, I know some parents that smoke around their kids, you know, like it, I guess it just depends on your household and how you were brought up. But I guess, yeah, my word of advice would just be, you know, be careful, be smart, and everything in moderation, you know what I'm saying? If you're abusing weed at, a, at like, age 13, then <laughs> you might have some problems down the road, you know what I'm saying? That's, you know, they say it's a gateway drug. Like, if you're doing that, then most likely, yeah, I, I would assume you're going to get into hard drugs later in life. So God bless you, but, you know what I mean? Just be smart, man. Do your fucking research. Do your due diligence. You understand? And then the second question was... Some people argue that their favorite genre just isn't hitting the same like it used to. For example, 90s R&B and today's R&B. Do you think the same applies to hip-hop? And what do you think is missing? Uh... That's a good question. And, you know, obviously my tastes are going to vary from others. You know what I mean? That's the beauty of music and hip-hop specifically. There's so many different varieties of it. I think we've talked about that before. So, I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily lacking. Sometimes what's in the forefront and what's popular at the time may not be my favorite. Like, mumble rap was taken over the game for the past, you know, I don't know how long it was, 2015 to like 2018 or some shit like that. And a lot of people were into that shit, but I really wasn't. But I can't say that it was lacking because the people that I'm into, the people who are actually rapping bars, you know, intelligently uh, and audibly, <laughs> where I can understand what they're saying, we're they're still making music, you know what I mean? So you just got to seek it out. I think there's something for everybody. So it's kind of a blessing um, having that much variety, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know if anything's missing per se, but I guess, like I said, you know, sometimes what's popular and what's being pushed the most may not be necessarily my cup of tea or your cup of tea, but that's fine. I think there's enough artists out there. There's enough people in the world that there's enough artists, you know what I mean? 
that are creating shit. There's a different sound, different parts of the world too. I, I've definitely been experimenting more with that, just listening to music from different countries all around the world. And I don't know, it's dope, man. There's actually this website. Let me pull up this website. Since I've been producing, I'm trying to find different music from all around the world. I just sampled this song from India. Um, this so this website called Radio, with like five or six O's at the end. Radio. <laughs> um, if you go to the website, it's kind of it's meant mainly to, you know, like I said, just expose different types of music for sampling purposes, but. You can always just go on there and click around. You can change different time frames too. So you could go to fucking Poland and look at music from the 1960s made out of Poland type shit. So it's just cool. Um, you can explore, you know. And then if you hear something you like, save it to your phone. Like I just, I've been trying to expose myself to more worldly and, uh, you know, music from different cultures, different languages. Like even if you don't fucking understand what they're saying. I know a lot of people love Bad Bunny. They don't even know what he's talking about. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's just the vibe and the sounds and just how it makes you feel. You know what I'm saying? Um, shouts to Elena. She put me onto this Russian rapper way back when. I got his shit still on my phone. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. You just got to expand your horizons a little bit. Don't just pigeonhole yourself into one sound or one, you know, type of music. Or really type of anything, you know, type of TV shows or books or people you hang out with, you know what I'm saying? You just got to diversify, diversify your portfolio, man. You know what I mean? Don't put all your eggs in one basket. You're fucking yourself over if you do that, all right? But yeah, so I guess <laughs> bringing it back, no, nah, I mean, uh, there's enough for everybody. There's enough to go around, you know what I mean? Share the wealth, baby. <laughs> But yeah, appreciate the questions, Tara from Wellington. We're going to keep it pushing here. Episode 51, the K motherfucker podcast. You understand? She, she, she. <laughs> so I guess we'll just stay on music. <clears throat> True to form, you know what I mean? Uh, we have more music-related topics than actual music, I think, today. We do have some new music, but I guess let's run through these music-related topics first because some of them are pretty quick. Um, first and foremost, I saw that the Foo Fighters just played, I believe, the first full-capacity show since the pandemic has started. They sold out Madison Square Garden, MSG, and they played a full-capacity, fully-vaccinated show at Madison Square Garden, the Foo Fighters. So shouts to them. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure that's a that's like it's kind of historic now, you know what I mean? After the fucking year we had with the pandemic, this is the first full capacity, you know, full production, not just like an indie show you catch down the street or whatever. And um yeah, I don't know. That was dope. Shouts to the Foo Fighters, man. I also saw that apparently Rihanna and ASAP Rocky are dating now. <laughs> Uh, so shouts to them, you know what I'm saying? It makes sense. They're both musicians. They're both like super into fashion, fucking potheads. Um, I know a lot of dudes are probably heartbroken out there. Rihanna's like, you know, one of the queens. Let me just put it that way. One of the queens of music in general, not just pop or R&B or however you want to classify her music. 
She's just one of the queens of music in general. She's with my man ASAP Rocky up there. So shouts to them, man. You know what I'm saying? Happy couple out here. Um, I also saw Corday. We I think we talked about Corday on here before. But he launched a new brand slash record label called High Level. And I saw he was um I saw him promoting it on his Instagram. Let me pull this shit up real quick. So this is his little his video on the Instagram kind of introducing um his new brand slash label high level Corday. High level is is way more than just a brand a record label or a movement. It's a way of life. If you in school right now, try and get it done, grinding, try and pass the next grade, you high level. If you work a minimum wage job that you hate, but you pushing through it to support your dreams or just to stay alive, you high level. If you smoke grade A weed, bitches bad. That's some high level shit. High level ideas. High level thoughts. High level applications all. So yeah, honestly, that <laughs> that didn't help too much with the description off of my vague ass description. But yeah, it sounds like he's starting a new movement, label, you know, brand, lifestyle, like you said. Um, I'm interested to see where he goes with it just because Corday's such, he's not such a young guy, but I mean, you know, he's, I believe he's in his early twenties. He's still fairly fresh as far as, you know, uh, duration or time spent in the game. You know what I mean? Experience wise and shit. He's one of the young, I don't even know if you can call him a young OG yet. Uh, he's just, I mean, he's killing it, definitely killing it, but I'm interested to see where he goes with this high level shit. So shouts to Corday, shouts to high level, you know what I'm saying? And keep it on a higher level. You know what I mean? That's all you can do out here. Um, another thing that I saw music related was Black Thought and Google are partnering up to what I gather was they they designed a new a new line of band-aids, essentially. Let me read this. Black Thought says, I'm honored to partner with Google to spotlight a small black business. Most people are unaware that your bandage should match your skin tone because bandages have been one color forever. Now we finally have bandages for everyone. Thank you to uh, at Browndages. So not bandages, but Browndages. B-R-O-W-N-D-A-G-E-S. Again, it was an honor to spotlight you because you allow us to see us. I'm going to play this little promo video. It's like a cartoon video. They're showing, you know, there's tan band-aids, there's brown band-aids, light brown, dark brown, there's black band-aids. This company, Browndages, has, you know, they're thinking of everybody. Instead of all the bandages being uniform, just kind of that like beige color that they've always been. Now they have colors to match all different skin tones. 
just thinking outside the box, man. You know what I mean? Like, it's a good creative direction. It's a good, it's just, it's a, it, I think it's a great idea. They're being inclusive, you know what I'm saying? Um, but let me play this video real quick. Say the first cut be the one that sets the tone To add pressure to a lesser known flesh and bone To look different than the picture shown And to be a rebel means you're not about to settle till you get your own This one's for all my outside of the box thinkers With bumblebee stingers and paper cut fingers And scrapes on their kneecaps, I know the pain lingers The healthy way to heal the broken wingers To give it love And I don't even know if that was subconscious. Obviously, I'd heard that song before, but just saying that it's thinking outside the box. I mean, it really is. Black Thought says, shout some out-of-box thinkers. It's, you know, it's, I love what they're doing, man. And, you know, Google obviously thought so too. Partnered up, Black Thought being an advocate for it. So I support it, man. Brownages, go cop you some. You hurt. You falling down. You got some scrapes and bumps on your knees, some cuts out here. Brownages got your back, son. And this isn't an ad, but if they want to cut your boy to check, I'm out here. I'm out here. <laughs> um, what else we got for music? T-Pain and Usher, man. So I'm just going to play this video before we say anything. But shouts to T-Pain, man. I felt him on this. He, he was talking about this story. Let me see if I can find this shit. Was it on Twitter? Basically, according to T-Pain, Usher at a certain point in time told him that he ruined music. And you can tell, you know, by the way T-Pain's talking about it, that they fucking cut him deep, man. And I feel for him, you know what I'm saying? I feel like he didn't ruin music at all. He definitely reinvented it, and maybe Usher was salty about that. But where is this fucking video, man? All right, here we go. Okay, T-Pain, uh, take one. I heard a story about you and Usher on an airplane. <sighs> we were actually going to the 2013 BT Awards and we were all in first class and uh, I went to sleep. I was awakened by um, by the flight attendant. She said, Usher would like to talk to you in the back. So I got up and went back, and it was like, uh, you know, how's everything going? Quick, small talk. No big deal. And um, it was like, man, I want to tell you something, man. I was like, what's, what's, what's good? I thought he was about to tell me something real. He sounded real concerned. He was like, man, you kind of fucked up music. I didn't understand. Usher was my friend. He was like, nah, man, you really like, you really fucked up music for real singers. Literally at that point, I couldn't listen. Is he right? 
did I did I fuck this up? Did I fuck up music? And I and that is the very moment. And I don't, I don't even think I I realized this for a long time. That's the very moment that started like a four year depression for me. Yeah, man. I just thought that was nuts, especially because I don't agree with that at all. You know what I mean? Like I said earlier, I just feel like T Pain kind of redefined what music was maybe at that point and like you know between 2008 and 2012 or whatever um but yeah bro i mean he was probably looking at him like what the fuck is this piece of shit what 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 the fuck is this piece of shit <laughs> yeah because that's some that's some of that old boo that's bernie mac that's some of that old boo <laughs> so yeah man shouts to shout shouts to t-pain man much love to him, you know what I'm saying? What else we got for music up in here? I did see that Halsey, the pop star Halsey, is putting out a new album. And the main reason I found it interesting was because it's entirely produced by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross of Nine Inch Nails. Now... If you know me, I'm not personally a Nine Inch Nails fan, but shouts to Smith. I know he fucks with them heavy, so he has told me a lot about them, and I gained a new respect for them because this dude, Trent Reznor, specifically produces all their shit. It's like, I don't know if you've heard Nine Inch Nails before. It's very, they call it industrial rock. It's very, it's, it's almost like techno kind of rock shit, but... um. I'm gonna play I'm gonna play one of their songs real quick just because like I said, this new Halsey album is entirely produced by them, so I'm assuming it's gonna be somewhat in this vein, but we'll see, I guess. Let's play their main songs, Head Like a Hole, that shit used to be on the radio, The Hand That Feeds, Closer. We'll play Closer from nineteen ninety four. This is nine inch nails. might have heard that in like a movie or something i feel like their their music is in a lot of movies and tv shows and shit like that but that's nine inch nails so i'm curious if that's how her new album's gonna sound not like i've listened to any of her other albums no disrespect to halsey but you know just not not really my bag yeah you know i mean 
but we shall see. What else do we got for music? I feel like we got a couple more things. Maybe not. Well, so let's get to the actual new music, all right? Um, Lil Durk and Lil Baby just put out a joint album. You know what I'm saying? The album of the Lils. Fucking Attack of the Lils out here, bro. But these two, out of all the Lils that we've seen over the past 10 fucking whatever years, um, these two seem to kind of have risen to the top. You know what I mean? These guys are definitely at the forefront of hip-hop right now and kind of like we were saying about T-Pain, the new innovation of what hip-hop is becoming, um, kind of blending his auto-tune singing with the quote-unquote mumble rap. Um, but yeah, it's it's like a new sound, man. I don't, I'm going to be honest, I don't really listen to these two gentlemen myself on a regular basis at least. I always hear their songs with the homies and shit because they love them. But, and it's it's good music. It's just not necessarily the shit that I run to. You guys know I love that fucking boo bat lyrical, miracle fucking, you know, old school New York 90s shit. But I'm just an old head, I guess, in that regard. I can definitely rock to these songs every now and then. We're riding around with the homies or at a party or whatever the hell. But Lil Baby and Lil Dirk have a joint album called The Voice of the Heroes. And I'm going to play, I'll go ahead and play the title track off of this. The first song is called Voice of the Heroes. Lil Baby and Lil Dirk. This is the future. 2021 rap. You heard? Touch a trend, be wildin' with it. Missed out on my kids' life for a year, and I got accepted. Certain days niggas never came to my shows, and I felt neglected. Growing up, see my uncle down in his bed, that shit made me reckless. Pouring up, and they ain't never sharing my meds, and they ain't being extra. And I paid like two of my niggas' bonds before I brought a next. I done seen my brother stack his bricks up, and it look like Tetris. Have a real shootout up on that E, where you can't mix your ass. Told the bitch she can't have to smell my cone, she gotta go change her pants. Take care of your family and them kids, cause I'm too big on family. Fuck the fans, cause before that shorty, them was gonna slide Cameras. I'ma get my lawyer extra dub because it come in handy Feel like I'ma vomit off this perk cause I don't take my side of hero The voice of the hero Voice of the hero Voice of the hero See on the voice Baby he the hero Baby he the hero I'm the voice baby I mean Dirk and little baby It's almost like emo rap kind of but you know what i mean I, I feel like i just gotta be a certain mood to listen to that kind of shit but yeah man shouts to them shouts to dirk shouts to baby new album go get that well moving on i know we mentioned this last episode with butta tyler the creator putting out a new album called call me if you get lost definitely i don't even know how to describe this rap it's like I like it's like alchemist style beats. I think Tyler I think Tyler produced all of it though. Don't quote me on that. I know he does produce, but um it's just like sample based beats, kind of oldies music and just fucking rapping bars over it. I don't it's like luxury rap. I don't even know what you call this shit. But I'm going to play I know he put out a couple videos already. I'm going to play this song called What's Your Name? Actually, not nah. Yeah, I'll play that. Fuck it. <laughs> Is what's your name? Tyler the Creator. You're. 
nourish. Get some bread, fried an egg, yo, we drowning in syrup. You can be spot, I pick a tail number, and we can be tourists. Let's go to Cannes and watch a couple indie movies that you never heard of. Listen to bands, we when we dance, disco in France, throw some perfume, head in the wind. We can switch off, I can show you how you can really exfoliate skin. If you got a man, you should cut it off, get your passport, cause we run it off. You can sit and talk, you can tell me everything that's on your chest, baby, get it off. You are my type, you a bright light, and I'm like a moth, this is not a game. But before we start, what's your name, girlfriend? What's your name? What's your name, girlfriend? What's your name? Saying, what's your name? Yeah, man. Shouts to Tyler on the new album. Definitely sounds fire. But this last one I'm going to play is this artist Evidence. I'm not going to lie. When I first heard this dude, his voice used to annoy the shit out of me. But now, I I don't know. Something about him, he grew on me. I fuck with him heavy now. But he's kind of like I was just saying. He got a lot of sample-based beats. A little more old-school um, he just dropped an album called Unlearning Volume 1. But this dude's been around for a while, part of the Rhyme Sayers. Uh, he's been partnered up with Alchemist for a while. Fucking Evidence. I'm going to go ahead and play. Let's see here. Play Shark Smell Blood. You're. Why you rap about birds? <laughs> exactly. And which is why. <laughs> Bro, for sure. Bro. My eyes cause I don't blink enough. Even in the red, the bread I see is sinking up. My gut told me we ain't gonna be linking up. Get the money, read the green, then I sink the butt. Vultures smell me when I hit the skunk. Sharks smell blood. Sink or swim time to sell the funk. Sell the future cause it's out the trunk. Shit of sugar on the server, ask him how many lumps. I'm like mugs and cube when he told them make it rough. I'm like Bugsy, except the girl I got will never break my trust. Nothing's rust, a lot of dust. For my collection of records, ever's not a dub. I'm the type of hate that you gotta love. Right, I'm well aware of the hype, but I don't take the drug. How you gonna wear your heart on your sleeve while you still wearing gloves? Snitches wear bugs and get pub. Shows I tell them get up. Yeah, I mean, punch the clock without a Jacob. You know what I'm saying? That's that old school rap that I fuck with. You know what I mean? If you know, you know. But I think that might be it for music. Let me double check right quick before we move on. No. Yeah, I think that's it. So not really on music, but I saw that YouTube was trying out a beta version of shorts. Kind of like Instagram Reels and TikTok. That whole 
formula. You know what I mean? It just seems like everyone's fucking ripping each other off nowadays. But I saw it was like their beta version. So I guess they're still testing it out. But YouTube trying to fucking hop on a bandwagon out here. I'm not a huge fan of that method anyway. It's like just appeasing everyone's short-ass attention span, I guess. But I don't fucking make the rules out here, B. I also saw that Conan O'Brien is ending his long late-night television career as a host, talk show host. Uh, I don't know exactly how long his run was, but, I mean, he's been on late-night TV on pretty much my whole fucking life. But I guess he's moving on to other things. I know he does a podcast. I think he does a lot of writing and producing as well. So, yeah, man, shouts to Conan, you know what I'm saying? Had a nice fucking long run, B. What else do we got? Let's get to sports, man. Shout to Shikari Richardson. Officially the fastest American woman alive, B. After her Olympic trials run, um, I forgot that the Olympics is even coming up until I started seeing all this stuff. But yeah, shouts to Shikari. You know what I mean? Every every year, I feel like these people got to watch out because someone's coming to take that title, man. Someone younger and better, faster. You know what I'm saying? Got to watch out, B. But yeah, shouts to her, man. Shouts to everyone who's going to the Olympics. But I also saw Serena. Serena Williams and Adrian Manorino each slipped and were forced to retire after suffering injuries at Wimbledon today. The injuries occurred in back-to-back matches at center court. So Serena's career is done, I guess, man. A shout to Serena. Much love to her, uh, as well as the gentleman. I already fucking forgot his name. I'm sorry. I literally just read it. Adrian. Shouts to Serena and Adrian. You know what I mean? Positivity. Hope the health comes back. Whether or not they make it back into the tournament, it sounds like they, they're they not going to, but hopefully, you know, I think positively, you know what I mean? And then the fucking NBA update, man. You guys know who I was rooting for. What the, what the, what the, what, 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 what the fuck is this piece of shit? what everyone was saying watching Ben Simmons <laughs> shouts to Quizzy yeah, be. nah man Sixers blew it Nets blew it you know what I'm saying the Hawks are beating the Bucks right now for um, the Eastern Conference Finals Bucks are up 2-1 to one in the series uh, the Clippers put a little smack down on the Suns yesterday you know what I mean? So now Phoenix leads 3-2. to two, And then they play again tomorrow. So if Phoenix wins tomorrow, then they're good. But we're going to see, man. We're going to see what happens. But yeah, the Sixers are out, man, once again. What the fuck is this piece of shit? But it is what it is, man. You can't win them all, you know what I'm saying? And then the Nets were looking solid, but, you know. Once again, can't win them all. But I think the last thing we wanted to talk about was California. Actually, no, that wasn't the last thing. 
I also saw that Shelvin had finally been um, finally been sentenced to 22 and a half years in prison. So, yeah. Fuck out of here, Chauvin. Fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Obviously, that's not going to bring George Floyd back to this planet. But, again. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here to Chauvin, man. So, the last thing we wanted to talk about was California, man. I saw this article about the water in California. I know they they experience a lot of droughts and a lot of those forest fires like we've been seeing the past couple of years. But this article says, up and down the state of California, rivers, streams, and reservoirs are drying up. In Sacramento, that has led to an increase in the concentration of geosmin in its drinking water. What the fuck is that? Geosmin, or Geosmin, G-E-O-S-M-I-N, I don't know, is an irregular sesquiterpene produced from the universal sesquiterpene precursor. All right, I'm just reading shit that doesn't fucking make sense. <laughs> anyway, in Sacramento, that has led to an increase in the concentration of Geosmin in its drinking water. One of two organic compounds that give soil its characteristic smell. Okay, that would have helped if I just fucking kept reading. Okay. It might not taste great, city officials say, but it's still, it's still safe to drink. Sacramento Utilities officials say they had to put out a statement after receiving calls from residents complaining about the taste. We realize that it's unpleasant. Carlos Eliasson, the city's utilities spokesperson, told CNN. The earthy taste that some of our customers are experiencing is harmless and can be neutralized by adding some lemon or putting it in their refrigerator. After more than a decade of extreme drought, it's not unusual for Sacramento's water to taste a little off. It just doesn't usually start to taste funky until the late summer or early fall when the water levels are at their lowest. It's not clear how high the geosmin concentration will get I really want to know how that's pronounced, but I can't find it. Fuck. Anyway, it's not clear how high the geosmin concentration will get in the coming months as lakes and reservoirs continue to dry up. But given the trends, it will likely increase. Future improvements and expansions to Sacramento's water treatment plants could eliminate such compounds. We're evaluating different treatment technologies to adapt to some of these dry conditions. Eliasson said, adding that the city is expanding research programs at water treatment facilities to monitor the effects of climate change as well as investing in groundwater infrastructure instead of relying on rivers. Our goal is always to provide high-quality, good-tasting drinking water, and we want to do that as much as possible. Scientists have warned that human-caused climate change is fueling drought and ravaging the water supply in the west on top of that warmer temperatures mean less snow in the mountains sacramento residents rely in part on snowpack from the sierra nevada which melts into a series of reservoirs lakes and dams that feeds its that feeds the lower american and sacramento rivers 
Already, California officials announced Thursday that because of the fast depleting water supply at Northern California's Lake Oroville, they will likely be forced to shut down the Edward Hyatt power plant for the first time since it opened in 1976. 1967, excuse me. Lake Oroville, the state's second largest reservoir, is on the Feather River, which feeds into the Sacramento River and delivers water to Sacramento residents. Meanwhile, Folsom Lake, which feeds the Lower American River and is another one of the city's primary surface water reservoirs, is also seeing tragically low water levels. The river is also a critical habitat for salmon and steelhead fish. California Governor Gavin Newsom in May declared a drought emergency in 41 of 58 counties, about 30% of the state, including counties surrounding the Klamath River and Sacramento-San Joaquin Delta, underscoring that climate change fueled the early warm temperatures and severely dry soil that resulted in low amounts of water flowing to major reservoirs. State officials are increasingly urging residents, farmers, and businesses to find ways to conserve water. The State Water Resources Control Board also sent out a notice last week about the lack of water availability to thousands of water rights holders in the Sacramento-San Joaquin region. The notice urged water users in the agriculture, municipal, recreation, and environmental protection sectors to preserve the rapidly declining water supply to meet demands for the current and following year. We do not come to this decision easily. Eric Ekdahl, Deputy Director of the Division of Water Rights, said in a news release, We are asking people to reduce their water use and we recognize this, this can create hardships. However, it's imperative that we manage the water we still have carefully as we prepare for months, perhaps even years, of drought conditions. As the planet continues to warm, researchers say California will continue to experience drier conditions and an unprecedented loss of water runoff. Effects like the change in taste in drinking water serve as an important reminder that the city and our partners have to be good stewards of our resources as these dry conditions continue throughout Sacramento, the region, and the state, Eliason said. So yeah, shouts to everybody out in California, man. Um, I know we mentioned the Hoover Dam issue, you know, with the farmers having to cut back and everything, so... Yeah, it's it's not looking good, man. We got to be we got to be smart about our water usage. We got to be careful. We got to, you know, not be crazy like I mentioned about the sprinklers when it rains every time that shit drives me fucking nuts. But yeah, prayers and shouts to everyone out in California. You know, hopefully uh we figure something out either science-wise or, you know, I don't know, man. I don't know. And lastly, man, I'm not going to get too into detail because I know it's still developing just out of respect for everybody out there. But I'm sure you guys have heard about the building collapsing in Surfside, Florida, down near Miami. Uh, from what I gather, at about 1.30 in the morning last Thursday, this condo building, half the building just like collapsed. 
and obviously it's 1.30 in the morning, everyone's at home sleeping, so there's a bunch of people who have been missing since that night. There's been, I think, close to 10 that have been discovered and pronounced dead, but I know they're still digging through all that stuff down there, and like I said, the details are still kind of coming out, so I don't want to get too into it. I'm actually heading down to Miami area tomorrow for work. I won't be near that area, Surfside, but yeah, man. Much love and prayers to anybody affected by that. Families, you know. It's just, it's stuff like that is crazy because, you know, I don't know if you would call that uh, uh, act of Mother Nature because it's a man-built, stru- a man-made structure. But, you know, when there's no, like, specific person who caused this issue, you know what I mean? It's, I don't know, man, it's super tragic. It's, you know, you can only imagine how many people are living in a condo building. And I guess it was, like, kind of a high-rise. It was over 100, 150 people missing. So much love, prayers to everybody down there affected by that, man. I think... um yeah, I think that's going to wrap up episode 51, man. Uh, but before we get out of here, you know what I mean? True to form. Just a little, a little, a little something, a little ditty to take us out, you know what I mean? Not P. Diddy, no disrespect, but <laughs> a little scar tissue, man. Your sauces, your peppers. <laughs> hey man, gotta have your peppers. Hey man, <laughs> we're gonna wrap it up. Episode fifty-one. Appreciate you guys fucking being here as always. You know the vibe. Stay safe. Stay smart. Stay sexy. And stay motherfucking tone. <laughs>
But yeah, man, much love to you guys. We're gonna get the fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. I mean, until next time, peace. The Cage Podcast. That's a wrap. Fuck out. Thanks for tuning in. You don't have to go home. You just can't stay here, alright?